Fun Fantasy Sports Show. It's the Wagner Wire. Presented by Audiovisual Consultations. What would you say you do here? I don't like to brag, but I do a pretty convincing Omar from the HBO program, The Wire. I manage a baseball team. Little Fantasy. All your fantasy sports updates. Fantasy what? Fantasy baseball. Got Matsui. He's worth a million in prizes. Obviously, you're not a golfer. Hey, I got a hockey record. That's interesting, man. Now, the host from the East Coast. Here's Wax. That was pretty classic. Oh, yes, everybody. Welcome. Our number two. We're so happy that we could be with you. It's the Wagner Wire, 1049-1019-8M1260. Streaming live at hornfm.com every hour. Brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations, 512-255-8678. The very best in the business of audiovisual automation for over 32 years now in the Austin, Central Texas area. If you have any questions about what you need in your room, you don't know what you want to uh, in your uh, in your dude's den or your princess palace or maybe your patio, go to the website at abconsultations.com. Look at the gallery of projects that they've done over the past 32 years, and you will see that they are the very best in the business at setting the standard in audio-visual automation. They sponsor the Wagner Wire, the title sponsor every hour, baby. It is... Audiovisual consultations, 512-255-8678, avconsultations.com. All right, Smash and Jack, welcome back. Hour number two, guys. Thank you, everybody in Austin and everyone outside of our Fairburg listening to us on that Horn ATX app. You can download every hour that Jack cuts up and carves up and puts up on our mega, what is it, megaphone? We have megaphone website. We also have Spotify as well. Wherever you get your podcasts. You can get it there. I like it. I like it a lot, Jack. Jack A. Farrell on Twitter. I'm at Not the Fake Wags, and Smash is at the Smash Simmons. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, do you like watching rounders? It's not my favorite sport, but uh, huh? you know, if if you take me out to the park to go watch it, yeah, I'm down. You do you like watching simulations inside of a simulation like Westworld? Do you like watching Westworld? Is uh, Westworld a good show for you? One hell of a simulation. I right? mean, I've seen the original. That was all right. Um, I'm not a big sci-fi guy necessarily, so it's like, oh, I'll get to it, but it wasn't like my, uh, it wasn't like I'm going to go out of my way to watch it. But so I'll, I'll catch it at some point. Here. Watching Rounders to me is like watching a simulation. Yeah. Yeah. What? And I'm referring to the what the, the game, not what, the movie. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. referring to what our brethren across the pond call baseball. They call it Rounders. Um, it's 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 just weird to see like. The old school style 1950s sign, the signage going by the ushers, right? And trying to get, you know, your vendors going through, you know, with popcorn and Cracker Jacks and um, hot dogs. Yeah. Do you see you see what they're they're doing in the stands here as they're shuffling through? Right. And of course, people from America have made the, the trip to go over and experience, you know, Major League Baseball in England, in London, the London series, as we're calling it, with uh, St. Louis and Chicago, as Jack pointed out to. Uh, what mid? Said extremely, extremely historic historical extremely mid, mid teams. <laughs> well, they're mid teams now, but yeah, it's it's funny that the you know they go with the historical clubs, yeah, like, like Sox, yeah, exactly. Cardinals, Cubs, the big brand names, the the big market names. But I don't, I don't. The or to... or you know, Rangers and Orioles never get the love. We needed Astros well, Rangers one. Well, that's, a little Texas. Well, that's why I wanted to ask you for smash or pass. But you know, we, that Zuckerberg question, that one was a good one. But like, how do you feel about? Them taking a what is a key major league baseball rivalry and taking it overseas because it, essentially it takes away a home game from I believe the Cardinals because they're the home team in this so you know their fans are the quote unquote best fans in baseball whatever but you know I, I would imagine it's a diehard fan base I would be pretty upset I would be more upset if it was like basketball I'm to, like eighty home games versus eighty one that doesn't move me too much yeah i'm trying to yeah there's just so many but it's the so cubbies it's the cubbies jack i don't I mean, think this is I don't the think rivalry would, they live for i don't think it would affect me 
too bad. Like I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I, I would be cool to see if they created like a like a package deal to where if you were a season ticket holder, they offer some type of travel do you, arrangement. Do you want to see the, something to go over there? That would be cool. I mean, if you lived in the city and had season tickets, I'd actually pay for that. I'd pay for that extra experience. But like, would you want to see like the New York Giants and the Cowboys play overseas if no. you have season tickets? No, no I wouldn't so. want to go. I would want to go see. Um, no, but I wouldn't want to go see soccer. You know, what I mean, I would want to go see something of their culture. I would not want to take my culture and. Um, well, it's football in a soccer stadium. <laughs> but even even that, the turf's different. That is you true. know what I mean? The turf and the turf gets dis- destroyed. destroyed, absolutely yeah. destroyed, because it's just not used to having the the, the weight. weight of those athletes on there. Yeah, um, all that equipment. But like, I wouldn't want to implement my culture in someone else's environment or in someone else's, I guess, village, so to speak, right? And then say, hey, everybody come here. Look, isn't this great? To me, that's just awkward. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather go experience your culture. and Or if I'm going to your country, I want to watch what you guys are watching. I don't want to bring my – I mean, I'm leaving my country for a reason to get, you know, a little bit of an experience in someone else's culture. I don't, I don't need to take my culture with you or with me. You feel like it's good to detach. It's good to learn something else. It's good to grow. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm with you. I, I was just thinking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I was in London for the NFL game, and there were a few Americans that came over to watch, but it was really cool to see the uh, amount of Brits that like just had like some random jersey on and came to watch so the game. How, it, is it received well? Yeah. Because, I mean, you only see what they show you on TV, right? In, unless you're experiencing it live, clearly. I mean – but is the reception in London for American football is or for NFL is is oh, it well? I mean, it must be if if we're real. if we're willing to take risks like the London series. We have multiple games there now, but yeah, it's 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 real, man. Like there are people that either just go for the show or really love the game, and it's continuing to grow. Like that was the NFL's whole objective with trying to have like the World League and things like that was trying to establish this, and they haven't they hadn't been able to do that because the people want to see the real the the NFL product. They didn't want to see. Unfortunately, what would be the minor league of professional football? Correct. You know, they want to see the pros, and that's what helps grow the game is when you see the pros, the the top tier, the top tier athlete. Absolutely. So let me ask you that: what's so when something always when something goes down, I always ask myself what what what's the intention of this? Like, what are they trying to get out of this? And and that's not me being, um, you know, trying to be uh, top security of of what's going on, or me trying to be calloused up or not. It's just me trying to be curious, you know, always wondering what what the hell's going on. So my my question is, what what is what is Major League Baseball, what is Major League Baseball's goal of having a London series, right? Marketability, right? Of Obviously, Ex- expansion. Um, are they looking to get a fully domesticated English rounders league established? in Britain or is it or is the appeal eventually eventually like maybe 10 20 years two decades down the road um it's kind of hard to beat cricket because that's like one that of is that's, that which is right where I was going like how do you compete with a with rounders or with what they what they call rounders and or with another sport called cricket but you know which cricket goes for months it's kind of <laughs> like, like one that, match of cricket can go for months right of uh, I think that's the joke of it it's kind of like that dude that was on 60 minutes a few I guess like a month ago from Texas, and he plays Australian footy. He was like, a, he was going to be a football player here, and it just didn't work out. But you know, he was tall, he could jump, <laughs> and he went to Australia, and it's a rough game over there. But he's succeeding at a really high level, uh, at the top tier professional level. So it's just like, yeah, you know, sometimes you know there might be cricket players that just don't make it the cut because there's so many great k- cricket players, because you know that's what they cultivate over there. Uh, former world champions, obviously, but maybe if they couldn't make it in cricket, they can make it in baseball because all the there's similar tangibles already there that just need some tweaking to be successful. It's possible. They were just. Uh, it's funny that we were talking about the the soil, the differences between the soil, and they were just showing, you know, how the soil's holding up over there with Major League Baseball. Oh yeah, I can imagine the bounces have to be way different, right? Like the hops. Yeah, on the grassy parts at least. I'm not sure about the dirt and what type of dirt that they used. You know, that's those are all different things. It's like, did we ship a whole you know cargo load of dirt and by plane over there so they can build an infield? I mean, the field looks fantastic. Oh yeah, looks absolutely fantastic. Um, 
Ball's yeah. been bouncing on that grass. Taking hot, taking serious hops. Looks like it's on a trampoline, man. That, it looks that ground looks soft. Yeah, very soft. Very um, spongy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, hit us up on the spec sex line. We want to know if you're into this. We want to know if you're into the London series. It's cool watching baseball, right? But I mean, clearly, you know, these two clubs could have been playing, you know, a, a morning game or a ten o'clock or eleven a.m. game. Um, but you know, it's midday. It's or it's kind of like afternoon, I guess. Sun setting in in London. I was just thinking, Wags, you know what the big appeal, what a real big appeal is for people that actually live in London or like the, the, the locals, at least in Britain, that are traveling to London to go watch these style games, especially like for NFL, is that it's a rare opportunity to buy the f- specific fan gear and get the real Correct. deal for them. Correct. Because I Authenticity. Went, yeah, man, because I went to their like their JD stores, which is like their sports stores. It's like their models over there. And I went to some, uh, like their, they call it TK Maxx instead of TJ Maxx over there. <laughs> like I went to go see all these things because they're all in the square in downtown London, right? Like they're just right next to each other. So I walked through all of them and I was looking through all the gear and I was like, man, some of that NFL gear that they have for sale, like you wouldn't buy it. It looks like, it would be knockoff gear here in the States. You're like, I, I'm not going to spend $15 right, right, on this shirt. It right. was like pa- New England Patriots gear, and it's all out of whack, and it's not even the right color scheme. And I'm like, they're selling this full price? No wonder they wait for opportunities to go over here and look at that fan. Yeah, look at that cool kid right there. Uh, dude caught his first foul ball, man. That's, That's the same awesome. sunglasses I do. Yeah, he does. He does have the Macho Man Randy Randy Savage uh, Oakley sunglasses. That was that. So that's the cool experience for me. Like when I'm watching all this stuff, uh, if I get to see, uh, you know, like a, an American sport try and get you know, implemented into another culture or another country, it, it's cool for me to see how they embrace it. And that little fan right there, that's a memory of a lifetime. Which brings me to my next point. Um, I was going to say we chase a lot of things, right? Um, you, you and I, for example, we chase, you know. For 10 years, we've been chasing uh, this dream, you know what I mean, of, of sports radio, of, of being able to do what we do with love. And, you know, it's not a job when you're doing what you're doing. Well, no, it's a career. It, it, it's, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's definitely a career. But when, when you're doing what you love, it's not exa- it doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like a career. And that's, to me, like, I think we get caught up in it a little bit, right? Because uh, what's really important to us um, it's not just money, you know what I mean? It's, it's memories. And my, my message to you today, to everybody out there listening today, don't get caught up on, on the rat race. I know it's out there. I know it's, it's hard because America is just, it, it's driven on occupation pretty much. It's driven on you trying to get your next, uh, your next score. Oh yeah. Um, make memories, uh, make memories. Because before too long, it'll be too late. So make memories. And that's my message. Well, I was going to say, Wags, what about if that kid, though, was from not London or from England at all, but just some like New Yorker that was like, hey, you know, I got an extra plane ticket. Let's go catch the game this weekend over in London. Does that change like how you would feel about that fly ball in this case? No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's still a cool memory, man. I'm just joking with you just because it's all like, ah, we just talked about, we don't know if that guy is from, from England or not. It's just a kid. Could but he, I mean, cons- now I'm not trying to stereotype here, but considering the, the grill that I saw on that kid, I think he was from England. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was from England. Oh my god! I, I, and the again, I'm British not trying to smiles from the Simpsons, huh? I'm See not trying. I'm not trying to stereotype, but you know, our brethren from across. I, and I'll say, you know, with with loving, with a loving I, full heart, my my boy Jamie from across the pond. You you know. You smile and you're not getting a full set of teeth. But that's what <laughs> it's, an <earned> <laughs> it's an earned but reputation. It's an earned reputation. Well, let me ask you this: uh, Like, do, do you like watching like you know British shows where like the actors kind of they look like regular people and like they have regular teeth and everything, or do you like seeing like our American actors that are like all quaffed up and they have like the implants? Like you know, sometimes those teeth are too fake, at least to my liking. But that's supposed to be the standard industry standard, you know. Some some pretty. 
aggressive veneers yeah, in Hollywood. You know, pre since they got those LED lights on, like them, you the know, like the through. the bent or the the Matt Damon teeth in uh, what uh, what is it, Mary? Something about Mary when he's, he does the big old grill, big old veneers. You guys don't remember something about Mary with Matt Damon or not Matt Damon, Matt Dillon. Oh, Matt Dillon. My God, you don't remember that movie? I mean, man, it's been so long, but I was like, Matt <laughs> Damon, I'm thinking like all the Matt Damon movies, and you're like, something about Mary. I'm like, Matt Damon? Uh, did, yeah, maybe I said Matt Damon first instead of Matt Dillon. My bad. Yeah. Uh, will we be on Legalize It? Will we be on next week? Wants to know. Uh, yeah. Um, no, there's supposed well, to be no weekend shows for July 4th or something like that. No, but the Wagner Wire is on. Okay. The Wagner Wire is definitely rolling for uh, for Sunday, for July 2nd, so for... In the, for the weekend, yeah, that's it's a go. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like, I'm out of town next week. I know but, we'll 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 figure it out. Um, but yeah, I'm out of town next weekend too. It's all right. I'll figure You're it out. The big boss man might have to be filling in and producing next Sunday. We'll we'll see. But he told me that I was on, so we're gonna be rocking and rolling. So yeah, definitely there, call there, in. There, there will definitely sure. be there will definitely be a show. Um, but yeah, I mean if you know if you're not gonna be here, we'll be able to to pick it up and keep going, dude, for sure. Um. You know, I'm real, I can roll solo like Han every now and then. You know, I like having <laughs> Chewbacca and C-3PO and, and a, you know the Millennium Cockpit full. But, uh. but it would be like you know the Star Wars Christmas. You'll have a lot of, like a lot of other friends that can make visits that oh. we never saw of in the universe before. I mean, I'm sure like, like Chewbacca's son, yeah. Lumpy. <laughs> That's Chewbacca what, doesn't have a son in the Star Wars Christmas, Christmas special, special. He does. He has a son named Lumpy. Yeah, I promise. Yes, That's not canon. It is canon. That's not Star Wars canon. Dude, the canon thing, you, there are people online who <laughs> be like, this violates the Simpsons canon. It's like, what are you talking about? It's the Simpsons. It they, doesn't have a canon. They've been 12 forever. Legalize it says he'll come in and co-host. He might put you out of a job, Smash. It happens. <laughs> it's radio. Happens. <laughs> it does. Hey, you know what's been uh, really cool for us? Um, I've been on the other side of that too. So I, I was I was going to celebrate it next week because next week is actual the anniversary. Um, seven years, damn. And that's kind of you know I'll make memories with you guys. Seven years we've been doing this thing on one oh four nine. Been been wild, man. This thing started out as just an idea, and when I was a student at the University of Texas. In sports management class. And I do love it, though, when the universe decides to line up. <laughs> it's very rare. <laughs> it's, it's You know what I mean? It's very rare. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's cool how it did. Um, banged on this door. I asked, uh, asked Christina if she wanted free work. You know what I mean? I was, I was in politics. You know what I mean? I was doing doing that deal, and I was miserable. Uh, and that's what I'm – that's the message, man, that, to, to drive home this message. If you are not happy – if you just don't feel like you're going where you want to go, um, jump. You, you know, jump to another career. Jump to some, jump to your happiness. Jump to doing something that you love, All right? Because money's not everything, man. It's really not. I've had, I don't want to sound braggadocious, but money's there. You know what I mean? But it's and it's not that. It's not what it's all about. Well, I mean, only certain people can do OnlyFans. So only certain <laughs> people have toenails like mine. <laughs> You know, you gotta have claws. I mean, no loss of claws. I was gonna say, well, that's the, that the rarity is what makes them unique. You know, for sure. But, but driving it home, make memories, man. Um, don't chase, don't chase the nut, don't chase the money. Uh, make memories because it's 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 all gonna it's all gonna be gone before you know it, and we're not here long enough. We're just we're really not. So, um, have fun with what you're doing. If if you're not happy, my God, go seek happiness. I'm seriously, I, I'm very, I'm very serious. Go be happy. Um, seven years we've been doing this thing, and I just making memories with you guys. I'm not having nothing but fun and uh, loving it, loving every minute of it, man. Loving every minute of it. Man. Loving every minute of it. It sets the tone for the week, man. It does, dude. It really. I'm, it sucks that we're not every day. You know what I mean? And it also, you know what, the thing that really sucks. Is that usually the news breaks? It's like an hour as <laughs> yeah. soon as our show gets done, dude. Or it's like what that we were just talking about. That. I noticed that so often. I'm like, we driving in the car, and it's like breaking news, and I'm like, we just were discussing that, and now it happens. Of mm-hmm. course. Oh, all of our Bradley Beal to the Heat talk last week. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly, dude. And then all of a sudden, oh, he's the Phoenix. He's the Phoenix. Oh, all right. Which, speaking of which, it brings, you know, had ideas to do Red Zone shows and, and can continue to stay on for another two hours or whatnot, you know, after the NFL kicks off. Um, anyways, big stuff happening. Big, you know, some growth. Growth will be happening um, with the Wagner Wire. Going to be telling you guys that. Anyways, we got to take a little bit of a break here. Um, on the other side, we will continue this conversation. And I believe Mr. Walsh will be coming with us as well. So make sure you're tuning in. Make sure you go to Twitter right now and look up 14a.walsh to get the best in the biz. Bayonne Zone will be joining us on the other side. It's the Wagner Wire. <laughs> Four nine one zero one nine AM twelve sixty. Streaming live at hornfm.com. Myself, Smash, Jack, bringing you in and out these Austin radio airwaves. Stream it. Megaphone, Spotify, Twitch. When we're on Twitch, YouTube, the tube. You got a tube sock? No. Hmm? <laughs> no. No. Those days gone. Oh, I, back to the show. I was like, I, I don't know. You really want to get into that deep discussion no, there because I, I have questions. <laughs> You're nothing deep about that tube sock. Four four is the score. Chicago, St. Louis, over there in the London series right now. Strowman on the hill, looking in here to deliver. I, what do you, What do you think about the birds, the Redbirds here? You guys, as Rangers fan, you're. Obviously, a Rangers fan, correct? Yeah, you can't be liking too much of St. Louis. Not uh, no, not, I, not, I really don't care about even watching this not game. At all, right? Honestly, it's just like okay, it's in London, great. But I'm like, ah, yeah, I was like, it doesn't really affect my team right now. And that's like, you know, you have to remember though. It's like I'm a weird type of sports fan in a sense where it's like I've been working on either the radio or in sports media for what like. 12 years now so it's like i watch a lot of games as a neutral and not being able to well you can't you're like yeah you, you're not allowed you're to not cheer, allowed to cheer. <laughs> you know so and uh, i and because we give a lot of takes or i have to have opinions a lot of the times you know sometimes they're natural other times i gotta put in some work but like i have to watch certain games with uh you know, a real, really dissecting things when I can sit down and watch it as a neutral. So I've I've come to be very critical. More, I'm a lot more critical when I watch the Orioles instead of other teams. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like I give other teams a, a little bit of a slide, a little bit of a pass. I feel like I'm more harsh and and criticize the club that I love <laughs> more more than I like to well, cover. Well, I was going to say I, I'm naturally very critical of myself as it is as a person. You know, I'm I'm hard on myself because I expect better even when I'm doing pretty good. I love this right? guy. I love this guy to play right now. Stroman facing Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt probably the best first baseman in, in the game right now. See, in the way that you're Texas talking about Texas State's very own. Yep. Bobcat. Yeah, and see in the way that you're talking about baseball, I'm like, "Oh, that's great." And I'm just like, "But there's so many games. And I'm like, at the All-Star break, I start to kind of get into it a little bit more. And that's because there's a lot less to watch on TV at that point, too. <laughs> you know? And we're almost there. So God, hitting inside out, Oppo Field, Gulch. All right, I'm going to have, let's bring Walsh one right now because I want to ask Walsh this question. Uh, we go to the Vicaros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Uh, bring on our guy, Al Walsh. Vicaros is, or Vicaros, own Al Walsh. He is one of the best in the biz for a reason. He's got a pulse on all the diamond stuff that you need, the hitters and hurlers. He's also a. A, uh, a beer league um, pro in terms of hockey player. Um, so make sure you go out there and, and draft him in your hockey beer league. Uh, <laughs> but no, we welcome him on to the show. Walsh, how you doing, brother? I'm great. I, I guess I just got a job at Vicaro's Cantina. So <laughs> yes. 100%. Hey, dude, I got to ask you. Um, you're one of the go-tos for me in terms of, of being on the diamond here. Who right now, in your opinion, is the best 
first baseman in Major League Baseball? Is it Freddie Freeman or is it Paul Goldschmidt? Or do you have another? I would have to say Freeman, although he's not my cup of tea. I like I usually like a little more power out of my first baseman, but you know Freeman gets on base. A double he's machine. Phenomenal. He's a double yeah, machine for sure. Um, I, I got to go Freeman, but I mean I don't know Goldschmidt. He did not. Uh, I, I forget if it was like right out of the gate or. Um, I mean he he's something pretty bad. I mean St. Louis is in last place right now in the Central, so. Um, you know, they, they certainly got a, ground, a lot of ground to cover. I mean, Arenado, even at third base there, who's usually the shorthanded guy, he's had a couple bobbles there at third base this season. So it's just not a good year for St. Louis in general. I know the pitching's not doing that well either. The bullpen's won a couple games. Just just a rough year there. I, I mean, listen, Goldie, great. Yeah, you, you know what's amazing about him? I was watching a game recently, and I think he, like, over his career, he's got something like an 80%. Uh, success rate on stolen bases, which is what? nuts for a first base. Crazy, yeah. He, he, you know, it's like the uh, the world's most the most interesting man in the world. I don't always steal bases, but when, when I, I do, do, I get them. One hundred percent. All right, Walsh, man. Welcome to you. How was your week, dude? Uh, it was awful. It was absolutely Jeez. horrific. I got off to a an zero six start in MLB this week with two absolutely brutal beats on Monday to get things started, but. I uh, had a, you know, I hit two out of three uh, yesterday, uh, split uh, Thursday, took Friday off. But, uh, yeah, ready to bring this home. I got five games today, so hopefully they'll bring me to uh, 500 for the week. That's what I'm like. Well, what, what about outside the office, bud? Did you have a good, you know, good week with George and whatnot? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was fine. I, today I'm going to cap off the, the week today. We're going to go down to the local watering hole. Uh, you know, got got a couple games involved in the New York teams today, so I'll have those on the screen. Probably gonna bring the laptop. Got the phone out for the MLB package, so it's gonna it's gonna be a nice Sunday. You're going to you you know you're going to your alt office, right? Your alternative office there. Your your That's auxiliary right. office, right on, That's man. Right. Well, what's uh what's on your plate? What games are you liking? All right, so the first one starts here in what forty minutes. Uh, I'm going to go with the Tigers today over the Twins. No Byron Buxton in the lineup there for the Twins. So get a little bit of help there. Um, this line's been going down for the Tigers. I believe it opened at plus 115 for them. It's all the way down to plus 105 now. And, yeah, I just, look, I think this is a good spot for them. Uh, wind, wind is blowing in 12 miles an hour today, so we're probably going to see a low-scoring game, I'm assuming, one of those ugly AL Central three to two games, something like that. But uh, I think that the the Tigers can can take advantage of uh, the Twins without uh, Buxton in the lineup today. Uh, this one's real, it's just the line speaking to me, going down in favor of the Tigers here today. Uh, you got a lot of bets on the Twins, a lot of money coming in on the Tigers. So everything that, that I like to look at there in the bet is uh, is working in the favor there. Now now we just got to place our faith in the lowly Detroit Tigers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's hard to do. Hey, you didn't have any uh, you didn't have any action on the uh, the London series at all? No, I didn't. I actually I'm glad I didn't because I, you know, typically with the when they play these games over in London, uh, you get a lot of slugfest, right, you know, right. not, not not exactly the most pitcher-friendly dwellings that they got here. Uh, across the pond, but the under actually came out yesterday because the Cardinals did not do their job in putting up any runs. Uh, Cubs came out pretty strong today. It looks like this one's going to go over. I think the the total closed that I want to say twelve or twelve and a half. But uh, you know, both teams are you know putting putting the bat on the ball today. They should definitely get over the total. But yeah, I uh, I don't know. I typically I listen next year. I think I'm going to have no choice because it's the Mets and the Phillies. Right, you're going to have to go over there. Yeah, I, I I actually did go to London one. I think it was like 2000. I'm I'm surprised that you got out of London. I'm surprised that you did not get locked up. I, <laughs> I know. I, you mean, you mean, you're surprised I made it out of the United States. <laughs> I'm surprised. No, I'm actually surprised that the I United like States let you back in. I'm I'm shocked. <laughs> I like it. I like it here in the U.S. I, <laughs> I, I don't really – I don't travel too far. I, I'm a big East Coast traveler. I hit – Get my Phillies, my Boston's, my Floridas. But they but have betting stations on the that, street in London. Like you can walk to a corner. Walsh and you doesn't need that. Walsh, Walsh has a betting station in his house. Oh, I know, but I mean, it's just so convenient <laughs> when you're away from home, just to be able to go play some. Bets. For sure, but Walsh and I share that. We like we share that same sentiment. Like if if we're gonna go, if we're gonna travel a little bit, 
travel very minimal. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm very content. I'm very comfortable with where I'm at. I love my gated community of America. I really do. Um, yeah. uh, I nobody only, does it. Better. The only place that I'm like dying to get to is Ireland just cause I got to see the motherland. No, I but, feel you. Uh, that's like the only place. So like my really sister-in-law just got on. back from Ireland and, uh, from what, from how she describes it, Walsh, you, you will love it. You will thrive. Ah, the planes. Ah, the planes. The planes. That's what I'm talking about. All right, what Walsh. else we got going on with the diamond here? Hey, Walsh, I just want to ask you real quick. Did uh, you have any action on that yeah, Angels yeah. game yesterday? Any of the over-under by I any mean, chance? Wagner Wire tip I, of the I, week. I, all, all the games that I bet yesterday were like, were like that 4 o'clock afternoon range, and I kind of just was like, all right, I'm just going to watch the College World Series uh, last night and just you know take it easy after that. And I was like, God, you know, that over looks really enticing. And then I was just like, oh! Oh my God! Like, <laughs> oh, that would have been great. And my man I, Griffin Canning was going for the Angels. That's the only reason that I, that I didn't take it. Um, I mean, he's been phenomenal here for the Angels of late. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. And the funny part about it is Trout and Otani really didn't even do anything. Well, yeah. I mean, Trout went yard, but yeah, it was, dude, it was uh, it was yeah, Renfro. Yeah, yes, I, Renfro. I, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Renfro had a day, man. Renfro had a day with the stick. That's for sure. I mean, I think he had five yeah. hits. I don't know if he got a six. Did he get the six for the club? I don't. I'm not sure. I got to go back and, and check out the box line there. But yeah, dude, uh, 25 runs, man, for the Halos putting it up there, man. Craziness. Yeah, let's hope they let's hope they save some for today. I mean, I got nothing on that game, but but again, you know, like that's just the weird occurrence. I I don't know. I w- I wouldn't take a chance either way there. Um, all right. Uh, what else we got today? All right, let's go. So I'm going against both New York teams today, right? So I'm going to go Rangers, money line minus 105. We got Nathan Eovaldi going against Garrett Cole. And, I, look, I can make the argument that Eovaldi has been just as uh, efficient here as Garrett Cole has been this season. Now, I know Eovaldi, last few starts, you know, hasn't been complete shutdown like he was at the beginning of the season, but – Again, this Yankees lineup is not scaring anybody. No Aaron Judge in the lineup. Stanton's back, but, again, he he does not look comfortable up there at the plate. Watch, I say that, and he goes yard eight right. times today. Uh, but, again, I just think that the Rangers have the better lineup in this one. And, again, if you're Garrett Cole pitching at home, typically Yankees are going to be somewhere in that, uh, let's just ballpark it at minus 140 on the money line. So to see them, you know, just a little bit over even money today, uh, kind of telling me that the Rangers have a decent chance. And again, like I mentioned, Rangers have the far superior lineup Correct. in this one. Uh, really hasn't been a lot of offense in this series, too. I don't. So again, I don't think we're going to see, you know, a huge offensive day. But I would, I would not be surprised if, uh, you know, Rangers put up somewhere maybe like four or five runs. Maybe give Cole a little bit of a tougher start. I mean, Cole's been phenomenal at home this season. I mean, he's been phenomenal in general, mm-hmm. but uh, I do think that a couple of these bats here on the Rangers could get to him today. So I'm going to take that chance. The Rangers on the road. Hopefully, they get the series win here. Um, I'm going to go against the Mets here too. My own Phillies. I'm going run line. Zach Wheeler been looking a little better here lately, but the Mets they got Carlos Carrasco on the mound today. He's just an absolute wild card. The number is really what spoke to me here. Uh, Phil, so it's Phil's run line that I'm going to go. Uh, plus 105, right? So typically on these run lines, you know, like they're, they're going to make you work for that, right? We're, so we're basically saying even money here for that. Uh, Phil's on the money line are minus 190 with the starting pitching matchup. But, you know, listen, Phil's have been playing a lot better of late. I know they ran into a buzzsaw in, in Atlanta. Those games were pretty close before the bullpen got involved. But, um, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm rocking and rolling with my fills today here on the run line. I think they, they get this done convincingly today. Yeah, you mentioned the Bravos. Bravos are actually playing the hottest team in baseball right now. The Reds at 12.40 p.m. on your central dial there. That's 1.40 out there on Walsh's time on the East Coast. Uh, you got anything on, the, on uh, the Bravos and the Reds? It looks like Morton's on the bump uh, with Strout as well. Oh, I sure do. I sure Stout, do got brother. some skin in the game. The, uh, so I had the over yesterday. They made me sweat it all the way down to the very end. I think it was, so it was over 12 yesterday, 7-4 going into the bottom of the ninth. Iglesias comes in. Ah, great. Ah, oh, you know, this is it. Well, <laughs> Reds yeah. put up back-to-back homers in the ninth, and I, you know, and I get the W in that one. Uh, I'm going to go, so it's even money today for over 11 and a half. I'm rocking with it again. Neither team is really sitting anybody. Both teams have their A-plus lineups in there today. 
Sean Murphy back for the Braves, too. That's a nice little bump for an offense that really doesn't need it. You know, that's just an added bonus. Um, Braves batting Michael Harris Jr. today, batting ninth. I mean, he's one of the hottest hitters right now. So, I just, top to bottom, man, I'm like, there's really no weak spot for this Braves lineup. I think mean, they're probably going to get the dub. I think they're favored on the money line. I think it's like minus 200 or something like that. But, listen, if if that's the case, that probably means that the, the Braves are going to put up some runs. And, again, this Reds team, too. You know, this whole series, the totals have been, I, I think, um, the first game of the series, I think, was at 12 or 12 and a half as well. But, you know, sometimes we forget that Cincinnati is such a great hitter's ballpark. Right. And there were a couple shots yesterday that landed right in the, in the first row or, like, you know, five feet over the wall, whatever the case is. But, this is certainly, you know, inducive to that. And, you know, Ellie De La Cruz, uh, I heard you guys talking about him earlier. Just such an exciting ball player. Um, you know, I mean. Must watch baseball. Whole, I mean, he's really, he's inspired the whole team yep. since he got called up. You know, I mean, this Reds team has been probably, you know, second best in baseball to the Braves. So, uh, you know, just two teams going at it. And, again, this is the rubber match, right? So yeah. I think we're going to see just another exciting game today and keep the bats going in this one. So going over 11 and a half, yeah. Can I ask you guys real quick, is it is it good for the game of baseball when those historically good teams like the Reds are good? Because you always hear that argument in the NBA. It's always better when the Celtics and the Lakers are good. Uh, yeah, I mean, when the when the Blue Bloods are, are thriving, I think it is good. But for me, I think it's fantastic to see young talent come through oh, yeah, like Dela no Cruz. I mean, I, to, when you see a reinvigorating player like this just galvanizes and oh, 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 like electrifies the league. You know what I mean? And like I said just, just a yeah. few minutes ago, it's, it's must-watch baseball. I, it was like this when Acuna Jr. was doing his thing. Um, when when all the young talent, when Soto is rocking his thing, man, because look, the names are there. We love seeing Scherzer. We love seeing Verlander be able to throw these these gems, um, and 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 Cole spin these gems. But the excitement is is when the ball comes off the lumber. We all know that, man. Well, it, it, it just is long ball, right? It's right. But uh, it's but funny. I, go ahead, Walsh. I know I was gonna say I've been writing a lot of articles for RotoWire recently about um, you know, so sports betting is coming to Kentucky. I know they're trying to get it. Uh, they're trying to get the operations up and going by NFL season, uh, but it, it looks more or less like it's going to be, you know, first second week of, of January 2024. But what a what a turn of events, right? Because you know Cincinnati is pretty much in Kentucky. It's right there right, it's on, on the, the border there. So you got you know the Bengals right now, arguably you know most exciting team in football. And now you got the Reds here, so definitely, uh, you know, good for operations there in Kentucky when uh, when things get going with the home teams there, uh, you know, making some noise in their respective leagues. Yeah, talent is definitely growing. You are uh, you're young. What is it? What's that old adage? Young and new, or something? I got I got to think about it. You're old and you're either ripe and something. I can't remember, but I'll, I'll think about it. What else we got around the? What else we got around the diamond? You got, you got anything on my birds? Uh, I know that they're going against my favorite, who is becoming my favorite pitcher in baseball, and George Kirby. Kirby? Are you so, serious? Yeah, I love Kirby. Oh, my God, this kid is amazing. Um, got, you know, a couple of his last starts, he's gotten knocked around a little bit. His last one against the Yankees, he had some really bad luck. Um, but, and I think he went up against Garrett Cole in that one, too. I think he lost, like, 3-1 to one or 3-2. to two. But, yeah, I mean, Kirby's been phenomenal this season. It definitely... Uh, Definitely have him on your radars in fantasy baseball next season, that's for sure. But, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think Mariners probably win today with him on the mound. Um, not really not really impressed too much by, by Bradish, but I know there's another rubber match in the series. So, you know, could be a good ball game today, but, you know, I just with Kirby on the mound, I think Mariners probably wind up on top here. Cedric Mullins every back. Time, every time – Go Every ahead. time we talk on a Sunday, I feel like I'm dissing the O's. But, you do. Yeah, oh, you do diss the O's. Every, every chance I, we I, get I, a... bet, Go I bet the Orioles yesterday, you know, another game where they made me sweat it out. They, they're down yeah, the dude. final out of, of one run. They tie it up. And Walkie. Then, you know, I'm like... Walk off, baby. Going bananas. 
Walk off, yeah, baby. Yeah. So and this was also I called the birds for a tip of the week as well. Um, you know, especially when they got shellacked with 13 runs in in the first match on Friday night. I was just like, oh my god, here we go. And then of course, you know, able to get the able to get the turn game on Saturday. But yeah, the rubber match today with with the Orioles and the M's. I really like what the Orioles got going on here. Uh, Cedric Mullins back in the lineup here. I do like Bradish. Um, I think Bradish can get it done. Uh, to me, it's it's what um. It's what the Orioles are able to do once they get on the bases, right? It's 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 Santander being able to get multi-hit games as well. Uh, Rutschman behind the plate being able to call a great game, and who lo- who doesn't love when when Rutschman goes out there to the to the hill and gives the you know gives Batista a hug? We all that's that's been an image that we've been growing to love, right? Uh, but no, it's good to see young thriving baseball in Baltimore. Uh, it's fantastic. Of course, we got to deal with these Rays. You got anything with Kansas City and Tampa Bay? I don't on that one. Uh, by the way, side note, too, in that Atlanta-Cincinnati game, wind blowing out to left field 12 miles an hour, so just an added bump there. Um, nothing on Kansas City-Tampa Bay. Kind of been a wacky series, right? I think Kansas City's taking two two of the three so far. So um, if I were a betting man, I, I would probably say that Tampa Bay you know comes through and uh, evens up the series in this one. But the uh, the last one that I wanted to get to, and when I went to go bet it this morning, it wasn't even on the board, but it's because we know Chicago has some ridiculous weather at all times of the year. But uh, I'm going over 10 on the battle of the sock drawer between the Red Sox <laughs> and the White Sox. 17 mile-an-hour winds blowing out to left field today. So this is, uh, this is certainly – I felt like I got a good number on it. It's going to be over 10. Yeah, Jesus. Leaning towards the over in this one. But I wouldn't be surprised if this jumps up to 10.5 um, by the time first pitch rolls around. Uh, what is that? So it's going to be, what, 110 Central? Yeah, 110 uh, Central. Yeah, that, it's already sitting at 10 that. runs, Walsh. Like you just, It's already sitting at 10, man. This is juicy. Yeah, so I'm definitely – Tube um, socks. <laughs> no, no Tim Anderson for the White Sox. No Verdugo for the Red Sox either. But that's all right. Again, seventeen mile an hour winds blowing out. That's. I mean, not only should we get a couple balls over the fence too, but you know, don't forget it's kind of tricky for these fielders as sure. well. Uh, tr- trying to deal with that win. Uh, I don't. Red Sox play some pretty decent defense. White Sox. I. I don't think I can say the same about, especially no Tim Anderson uh, out there today. So yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm feeling pretty good about going over here. It, it actually though. It actually did open at nine and a half, and then both team totals jumped up. But I mean, that's not surprising with the win factor. So. Ten. Uh, Ten. It shall be. So let's get. Let's get over there. He is Al Walsh, the very best in the business. You can find him on Twitter at 14a.walsh, writing stuff for Caesars Palace as well. I kid, I joke, it's Caesars Sportsbook. Um, anyways, Walsh, we will talk to you next week, amigo. we got to let you go. Unfortunately, we are out of time, my guy. Hey, what are you doing for the fourth? Are you going right. to be in town? Or are you going to be available? Uh, yeah, I should be. All right. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what I'm doing on the fifth. Sounds like, yeah, I know. It's, we're going to celebrate your birthday, baby. Yeah, turning turning thirty nine, turning the old Dominic Hasek. Oh, I love it. it is, hopefully, you're good. Um, are you as good between the? No, I can't, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even. I'm assuming hey, you're playing hey, some hey. hockey. That not day. even gonna do. We're just gonna keep it hockey. We're keeping. <laughs> we'll keep it ice hockey instead of uh, UNDOs there, Walsh. Hey, you be good, brother. We gotta let you go. I'm getting the side eye. I'm getting the bombastic side eye from my uh, producer here. We gotta we gotta go. All right, sounds sounds good. All How right, well yeah, you too, brother. We will talk to Walsh next week again. He is the very best in the business. Go to Walsh's Twitter at fourteen a dot Walsh. Hey, we gotta get out of here. Don't go nowhere. We got just a tip on the other side. Welcome back to the Wagner Wire, 1049-1198-1260. Stream it live at hornetfin.com. Smash, I gotta ask you, and Jack, I gotta ask you a question, too. With baseball right now, 
There's a lot of hype and a lot of questions on where Shohei Atani will play next year. Texas Rangers. What? Okay. Why? Why are the Angels in sell mode? Why? I get it. Like maybe they're not as as lucrative of a market or a brand as the Dodgers. But why would you be showcasing Shohei to get a return on investment to go play somewhere in New York or somewhere in LA when you have a club right now that is setting at forty two and thirty six? Now, look, you're not you're you're, you're you're not dominating the leagues, but you're not exactly straddling five hundred or in the losing traject or losing declination or losing well, decline. Well, okay, let's take the record out of the equation there. But I think um, in this case, because in the comparison I want to make is kind of like your Washington Wizards. Okay, like all right, all right. you know, like they have had talent, they've had some really good players, NBA All Stars on their team, but they just can't seem to pull it together. And that comes from the organization itself, right? Not necessarily on what the players actually put out there. They can only do so much. And it's all about planning for the future and such. And you need to have uh, you, you need to have an idea of where you're going to go and what you're looking to replace and how much you're willing to spend to do that. And especially in a sport like baseball where there is no salary cap and you're paying for like, you know, basically the you have. The, yeah, a few money. Yeah. yeah, to have the best player in baseball. My thing for the for like. Like you're going to have to get a return off of that in some way, somehow. You don't want it just to sit for free if you if you can help right. it. You know, it's what the Orioles were dealing with with Machado exactly a, a few years ago. Like where, you know. But my thing what, is, what return are you going to get? You can't just let them walk. You know, what exactly. I mean? You got to get something for them, right? My thing is with the Angels, though. It's like they've had the arguably the two best generational players in Major League Baseball. On there's the same nobody. Team. Be, there's nobody better in baseball right now than Shohei Otani. Yeah, but then they also had Mike Trout. Right. You know, pay them. And, pay them both. Yeah, but the thing is, is like they don't win games despite having both of those players, and it's like that just shows me that they need better pitching, right? Yeah, Forty-two and thirty-six doesn't exactly move the needle, but you're no. not dying. No, you're not. Gonna, the, but you're not going to get you out. Just, you're not going to get out of the conference. So is this per, is this purgatory that they're in? It's worse. Like they're never going to. They're they're going to because because they owe so much money to two players and they can't build the rest of a squad. But you don't want to lose your fan base and you want to make sure people come and buy tickets and you want and you want to sell the merch because you get the merch right. money, generate yeah. more revenue that way. Yeah, but buy more like, players. But they're not spending it. They're they're kind of Oakland aing it where they're just not spending enough. But money that's just on it. Why, but because they're in sell, I feel like they're in sell mode. Yeah. Like why not? Why not be buyers? I mean, you have two of the best players in baseball. I think there's just too much tied up in them. Mm. All right. It's kind of like it's kind of like the problem that the uh, Phoenix Suns might find themselves in, where they have like three. Or the Rams. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have like these all star players that all your contract money's tied up into, but how do you fill out the rest? Jack, Jack, what do you think, man? I mean, I think the only way that you would even consider trading Otani is if you're positive he's not coming back. Oh, that's you know true. what I mean. Like, if he's if he's like, I don't like it here, I'm going to leave. But that's, I, I, he but hasn't that, given any indication. That would be a then club thing, not a culture thing. Especially if he's talking about LA. Especially if he's talking about Dodge, yeah, that, yeah. Dodge. like Anaheim and in LA or, or well, what an hour. Or what, not they, even. Aren't they the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? Is that their technical that, name? Yeah. You, that's yeah, yeah, that, is, name, that is right? correct. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. I keep thinking Anaheim for, for some reason. But well, because yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where I they mean, play. The the, cult, the <laughs> culture's not that much different. So in in that instance, it would be a clubhouse organization thing. Yeah. I was going to say the and, Dodgers are a better-run organization. And so the real question is, do I want to go play for the National League All-Stars? Because that's what the Dodgers are. I mean, if you want to play in the World Series... And, and in third to- place. <laughs> They're not very good. I don't know why. To my point, look at what the, the Angels, look at what the Halos are able to do with arguably two of the best players and them not even being at the... at the Well, Shohei is. I wouldn't say Trout is at the, the height of his no, he's peak on the right slope. now. I, I, I don't on, think he's on the downslope. I think he's coming back. Doesn't I, he have a pretty like debilitate like a chronic injury, back correct, injury? Correct. He's like got an injury that quad thing. He's got an injury that is ailing him considerably. But to see him go back to back home run, that's that's a little bit of a sh- a sign to me that Trout is is starting to feel a little bit better. He's seen the ball well. Um I, the one that he rocked yesterday. Uh, again, I I take I understand it's Coors Field. I understand that the altitude is going to make the ball travel very well, but the one that he teed off yesterday just looked perfect. I mean, clean stroke right over center field. It looked like he he had it back, man. Um, not to mention, uh, we already talked about it. Renfro going uh, five hits yesterday. I thought the Halos looking, you know, look great. I just don't understand why they would be in cell mode. I just don't get it. Um, I, but uh, again, you know, I'm sitting here in this chair. I'm not 
in the organization of of Anaheim. Anyway, that's where that is where I'm at. Let's uh, let's go to tip of the week. Perhaps play a little game called just or not tip, tip of the week. just for a just, second, just, just, just to see how it feels. All right, so I gave you a little bit of a nugget this past week talking about the Halos. I said, go ahead and factor up Anaheim to go on in here and uh, muster up and muscle up, rather, the Rockies. I told you that Trout would go yard. Trout did go yard. Twice, back-to-back. And for the tip of the week, or the tip of the day, just the tip, I'm telling you to go with the Halos again. Look, over-under on this one is 13. Take the over. That is what I'm saying for just the tip. Take the over there. I also like uh, I also like the Rays going up against the Royals. Shocker there. Um, don't want to take the line. I'm not taking Tampa Bay's line. I'm just going to take the over-under here. I'm going to go with the under on 8.5 here as well. And then we got the M's and Orioles bringing you. We already talked a little bit about the Tigers and Twins. Uh, Walsh gave a little bit about uh, about Kirby and Bradish here. Uh, I like the Birds. Uh, Cedric Mullins back to the lineup, returning to the Orioles lineup uh, at 46 and 29. Uh, this is a rubber match. You know, a real shocker on Friday night. 13 runs put up by the M's here. Um, I think that was a little bit too much. Of their output. Uh, can uh, provide. I, th- I think they've kind of spent it there. Um, coming into the Sunday game, uh, I'm liking the Orioles. That's going to be just the tip there. All right, guys. That's going to round it out for hour number two. Mm, we'll get to hour number three here. Who knows what the hell we got going? That's a surprise. <laughs> we will have Keenan Womack there at the bottom of the hour at 1130 to recap your NBA draft. We talked a little bit about that in hour number one. Every hour brought to you by Tom McKay and Audiovisual Consultations. 512-255-8678. ABConsultations.com, very best in the business for over 32 years. Been setting the standard in audio visual automation. It's the Wagner Wire. Don't go nowhere. Hour number three on the other side.